I pull out the Glock, put it on his forehead, and spill his brains all over the concrete. All right, everybody, we are back after a little, little, little break. Episode 41 of the regular wrestling review. As always, I'm Andrew Vendelis, joined alongside my very exhausted yet still brilliant co-host, Taylor Yates. Taylor, how you doing? I'm tired, folks. Uh, life is busy, but guess what? We're going we're gonna to just take some deep breaths and we're going to watch some good wrestling and it might be a shorter one tonight, but we, we wanted to get out something for y'all. Yeah, so, especially, and especially with all the shit going on right now. It's good to take a little break away and, you know, we'll enjoy some wrestling. Uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. But we are watching The Wyatt Family taking on The Shield from Elimination Chamber 2014. It is one of the most critically acclaimed six-man uh, six tag matches of the modern era, and I remember watching this and being just as excited for it as I'm excited to watch it today, Taylor. I don't know about you. Yeah, I remember when this like happened. Like It was, a, it was such a massive deal. That, like This was a match that was so long in the making, and... Um, to this day is, you know, remembered as, you know, of both of these teams existence, like probably arguably the best match that, so. that either one of them took part in for sure. Yeah. And, and this was a one-off, this was a one-off feud. Mm -hmm. They, I mean, Bray would go on and feud with, yeah, every other member of every single member of the shield in some capacity in the future. Um, yeah, you got Brody Lee in there as well, the late great. You got Rowan, or Redbeard, whatever you want to call him, doing his thing on the indies now. It's crazy to think that the only person still in this company is the tribal chief. Mm-hmm. So, well, no, Seth Rollins. Oh, Seth Rollins, too. Duh. He's, um, he's also in there. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, it's been a long one for both of us, guys. Um, but we're doing this for you people. So, Taylor, I guess we got to fire up the cock because we're going to jump right into it and we'll talk some stuff uh during the match you know we like to get sidetracked anyways and go on some fucking tangents so we figured for this episode might as well just include it in the match so fire up the cock to 56 minutes flat that'll take you if you see a, a blank screen do not fret the video package just stopped airing so taylor on we will count down from three i was gonna say on the count of three but we will count down from three and then we will go on go I only have one question for you. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, let's go. So for the few, well, for us in attendance, I always say that for us in attendance, for the few listening on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, this is the shield versus the Wyatt family. One of the best six man tag matches of all time. Let's get it. Three, two, one, go. Oh my god, I was hurt. holding in the foulest burp that whole countdown. <laughs> yeah, you, you... Impressive that you were able to get it out. I, I made sure I was leaning away from the camera, <laughs> or from the microphone. The OG, old school shield theme. Hell yeah, baby. Which we heard recently when Seth used it for some banter purposes. At the Royal Rumble. I really thought that Seth might bring back the blonde streak as well, which would have been hilarious, but... What a nice touch that would have been, but I, th I feel like he kind of regrets that, not gonna lie. 
Huh, I wouldn't say he regrets it. It was his hair for like two years. His entire indie run. Yeah, that's it. And then him. in, uh, you know, beginnings of WWE. It's kind of insane. Even now, like, Roman looks so much more jacked. He looks so much more, like, mature and, like, you know, fleshed out as a wrestler. Yeah. Like, he was so, he was still so young in this. Crazy. Oh, my God. And, like, look at Mox. Like, Roman's the one who looks the most yeah. similar. Moxley looks completely, or Ambrose, sorry, looks completely different, mm. dude. Looks about 50 pounds lighter. Yeah, well, I mean, he's in good shape now after his rehab, which, yeah, is, which is good, so. This Moxley kind of... Uh, go ahead, yeah. His, you know, this little few, we can talk about this a little bit with uh, Brian Danielson. Is, uh, that Ooh. match at Revolution is going to be... Uh, I'm Ooh, so, that's going to be a good one. I'm so ready. My, my body, my mind, my spirit, all ready for that. We're here. Yeah. I used to love this shit. Me too. Yeah. <sighs> These guys were so also, fucking this song cool. is so dope and it's so perfect. I love the Mania entrance, dude, when they all were wearing the masks. Yeah. Did you, do you know how, this, how they found this uh, theme? No. So apparently, like, when they first, like, when Bray, like, first pitched... Wyatt family he was scrolling through like uh, those like uh, public domain like free music like websites yeah. looking for songs that would like match the aura of you know what he was going for and he found this song and <laughs> that became the song so you're telling me WWE did not have to pay I'm sure they I'm sure they did had to I mean I don't know that the, the the ins and outs of it especially after it became so massive but uh yeah this was a free uh used song that he just randomly found yeah god damn and then they and then imagine you get invited to play it at wrestlemania that's pretty sick yeah. live in fear featuring okay the guy who made it his name is mark crozer yeah i can't remember that's not the original name of the song it's uh broken i can't remember i can't remember the actual name is it broken out in love? Uh, maybe. I can't. If I remember, I feel like it was something that's like not actually like in the song. Like it's not a lyric, but I, I cannot remember. Dude, I love songs like that that just don't have any any title. Like their title is mm -hmm. not in the lyrics. I. It's hard to pull off. Yeah. Hey, remember when WWE did unique sets for the pay per views? That was a fun time. Those were good times. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I grew up watching the Ruthless Aggression era. You don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> that, all the Attitude Era fans are just mm -hmm. crying, a.k.a. Jordan. Hey, Jordan, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> like, I don't live with the guy. Anyways. <laughs> and screenshot, thumbnail. Thank you very much. <laughs> well done. Smart. Very much so. Got to get the standoff in there. So I guess we can uh, we can chat about you know I mean it's kind of, it's kind of been a quiet little period here in in wrestling well I mean, since the Cody news Keith Lee come back uh, or debut in AEW a couple weeks ago that was pretty I think we already discussed that though yeah dude um, we didn't did we get a chance to talk Cody leaving yeah we did yeah that news um, broke the day I think like a day or two before we recorded the last episode yeah, yeah. um. 
Yeah, it's just been kind of, it's been a bit of a lull, which I think is probably good for everyone. Um, but uh, Give people a chance to touch grass. Yeah, give some people to go outside and breathe in the fresh spring air as the season begins to change. Um, <clears throat> but uh, Dynamite was really solid this week leading into, uh, well, not exactly leading into Revolution, but almost leading into Revolution. Yeah, the show um, before the go-home. Yeah, what, what did you think of uh, MJF's promo? I liked it a lot. I really did. And I, I, know, I know it's getting critical acclaim right now, but... I thought his I thought his abilities were on display. Yeah, I thought I, I, I thought this added some were, range to his character, if anything. You know, because mm -hmm. it's not even a character; it's, like, it's him. Like, why would he do this promo now? Like, why would you try to draw sympathy for him? Like at this point, and I think that it's probably going to end up being like a double cross kind of situation where. He uses that to create weakness. To lure in punk, punk in, and then he's going to yeah. sucker him in next week. Yeah, or, or not even next week, but in the match itself, you know, maybe Punk hesitates on a move because of. Yeah, a what moment he said, of weakness. And then MJF capitalizes, like, cheats to win as usual, and, you know. My God, if, the... he got, if he got two up on Punk. Yeah, yeah. He, what? He got four up on Jericho, didn't he? Counting the blood yes. and guts match? Jesus. So, um... I like the yeah, thing... I, 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 I think it will, this is a classic example, uh, as we like to say on uh, the Robert O'Neill section of Twitter, <laughs> let it play out. Yes. Yes, let it play out. That's what I don't get either, is like people are jumping to conclusion that, oh, it was a babyface promo. That, that eh, There ain't nothing babyface or heel about just talking about real life. Like, because yeah. I actually believe that shit happened to Maxwell. Oh, yeah. I 100% believe that. 100% believe that. Like, so, I went to a Catholic uh -huh. high school, and and we had a couple Jewish kids there, and safe to say there there was some words that should not be said to those people, plain and simple. Yeah. That shit, yeah, uh, it goes without saying, but hell, might as well say it. Don't fucking do that or you're an asshole. Yeah, pretty and much. And you're a piece of shit. Much. Then we don't tolerate that kind here. No, we do not. But I thought it was a very, I thought it was the, it was a great promo because it was honest. Yeah, it was, it was a side of MJF that we've never seen. Never so, ever um, seen. We'll be interesting to see how it does play out in the long term. I mean, if if you didn't think MJF Punk was the best feud in wrestling right now before, there there you go. Yeah, certainly feel it now. What? It, speaking of really long feuds, um, that man right there, our tribal chief and Brock, officially title for title. What are your thoughts? Well, I'm still on the whole uh, brand split is ending train. Oh yeah. Um, so I that's where I'm I'm at with all of this that unifying the titles is a good thing and that they should do it with all the titles because they should get rid of the brand split and i think they might be now does so, brock have a shot at winning what do, do you think brock has a shot at winning at mania uh well he funny enough he opened as the betting favorite now betting on wrestling you if you're betting on wrestling you need to call a gambling hotline and but, and touch grass yeah, but typically, like, from historically, people, like, those odds, the way they're set is based on, like, super insider information. Um, so, 
I mean, I think it's. I mean, it was a very slim favorite. I, I do not think he will win at Mania. I wouldn't say there's no shot of him winning at Mania, um, but I, I think the way Roman's run is, I think they want him to break records with it. Uh, the way they've been, you know, every week they spout off that same line about those like Pedro Morales, it, Bruno San Martino, <laughs> Bob Backlund. Bruno Samurai, he take, said the same line Hogan's with the fucking... same cadence Michael Cole has, like, the yeah. past, like, three weeks, <laughs> and it's getting kind of funny at this point, but He's it's also clear, saying like, God are, mode, Roman. Maybe heading towards Roman breaking some records here. So, um... Do you think he gets a thousand days? <laughs> I... I think... I think he's definitely he, getting two he years. Now? He's in the 500s, right? Yeah, near 600. I think he's... It'll be two years in August, so we're about a year and a half into his title reign. I think if he gets to 700 or 750, they'll just go all the way. Like at that point, just say like, fuck it. You're never, you're never losing to, the belt. <laughs> yeah, like he he really just shouldn't. If they want him to like break records, then he should do it. Yeah, and I think they do so the question is does he want to stay in wrestling for long enough to get or to does he point? get bored and go the way <laughs> of his cousin go do his movies now yeah go go the way because it's gonna happen right like yeah i think that's kind of where everyone <laughs> has assumed that that's gonna go romans even said it i don't know how much longer i got here yeah yeah which to hear from um, him and he's what 34 35 uh, I'm Something sure. like that, I think. Looking it up now. Um, he is 36 years old. Damn! So close. Yeah, that that's that's a good move on Romans. I cannot fault. Mm -hmm. I cannot fault Mr. Reigns at all for that. Let's go, Brody. Mm -hmm. Brody and Moxley, dude. Yeah. I've loved every time they've stepped into the ring together. WWE, AEW, elsewise. I've always thought they've had some great shit. I don't think it's ever been bad, that's for sure. Do you remember that Extreme Rules where it was Harper and Dean and they fought for like half an hour like in between other matches? I think I do. I think I do remember that. God, what year? I think I think Ambrose was like IC champ or something. Yeah. But I, I yeah, that just popped into my head. I, that entertained the hell out of me. I remember. Um, I was gonna say. Oh, speaking of, uh, I don't know. Actually, this is not speaking of anything. Actually, but oh wow, uh, the big news today. Did you hear the big news for today? Cesaro is gone. About Cesaro, he's he has not renewed his contract with WWE. For once, news didn't break right after we stopped recording. Yeah, seriously. I feel like it's been three things. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, we can actually talk about it now. Uh, good for Big Tony. I hope he finds happiness in another promotion. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know if he was necessarily unhappy with WWE, but I think he probably I wanted mean, to I, do more. He probably wanted to get get used. Yeah, but then you could look at it as like. Realistically, how much more was he going to accomplish that was mm -hmm. above what he'd already been doing? And at his age, probably nothing. Yeah, he's it's a, not like they're going to pull the suddenly pull the trigger on a forty-one-year-old Cesaro when they didn't yeah. pull the trigger on a thirty. 
three-year-old Cesaro. Yeah, you, you, so, you, you, you beat me to the point there. Yeah, he's a 40-year-old indie vet and in a company where they're clearly not prioritizing older or independent wrestling talent. Yeah. You're so, right. Um, well, what is there more you can do with him, honestly? Yeah, and honestly, I think his place from here on out is probably as a tag wrestler, no matter where he ends up going. Um, uh, I mean, I think he kind of, obviously, like, that's kind of what he became known for in WWE was being a really, really solid tag wrestler. Being the hot so, tag. Yeah. So, um, I think it would be, uh, I don't know, I don't think it makes sense for him to go to AEW. I don't think there's, I mean, we've said this about everyone and then they go anyway. I don't know if there's room for him in yeah. AEW. Um, but... I, I think it would be cool to see him in Japan. I think he'll obviously tour the indies around uh, around the U.S. I'd love to um, see him in the G1. That would be interesting. Um, I'd love to see him just with a tag partner. Maybe him and Chris Hero want to go to Japan and do stuff. That's the oh, Kings of Wrestling, right? hell yeah. Kings and of Wrestling. Honestly, they should get a little run in AEW as well, even if it's uh, only like a, a couple months or something. Yeah, that would be yeah, something and that else. gives them both something to do because, you know, Chris Hero and Cesaro individually in AEW, not sure yeah. what not sure what they do on their own, but together, that's another tag team right there. Yeah. And I love that's AEW. Some, that's one of the best tag teams in the company automatically. Oh, like, all, off they're the automatically rip. third best team in the company behind Bucks and FTR, FTR. probably. Well, well they'll, they'll be the fourth after Jeff Hardy joins, which is all but confirmed because he fucking said it. Yeah. That's another. There's yeah. a good segue. <laughs> there's a, yeah. Hardy, going to go to AEW. I think he said it on like a kid's podcast or something. <laughs> Cue up the <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. It should have been me. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe one day we'll get that, Taylor. Um, maybe. Yeah, I, I think he's going, oh, Jesus Christ, Seth. That was one hell of a flip. I was going to say, yeah. Um, we have, oh, okay. I'll talk about Jeff after that suicide dive. That was sick. Um, business has picked up in this business match, you might say. Business has picked up. You've been saying that a lot lately. Have I? <laughs> well, you texted me it yesterday. I did? <laughs> I, I, I texted you about Buddy Murphy. I said, finally, Buddy's here. And you go, all caps, business has picked up. Oh, I totally did not realize that. Did you black out while watching wrestling? <laughs> Something like black that. Black hole slam! I will mark out any time I hear that move or see that move. That's an amazing move. I love it. But Jeff Hardy, yeah, I, it's great that we're going to see him in AEW with his brother. And I think, you know, that's the best thing for both Hardy brothers to do right now. Yeah. It goes back I to, mean, again, if they're going to go to Duvall, how do you use them in the best way? Yeah, I, I am, like, I, I don't want to say, I mean, look, they, they were going to do it, and they're probably going to put him in a big spot. I don't really have any desire to, like, see the Hardy Boys, like, in a huge position, like, at the top of the card in uh -huh. 2022, honestly. Like, they're going to get a run. I think there are better wrestlers, better teams. I mean, Jeff Hardy can, is well above Matt Hardy in terms of ability right now. It's the one um, tag title they haven't won, though. And you know yeah, they're they going to get it. most certainly will be getting it. They'll probably beat the Bucks for it. Because yeah, looking at Revolution... Jurassic Express for it, that's for sure. Yeah, I also don't think the Hardys are going to be a team until like a little after they do those indie dates. Oh, they got indie dates coming up? Yeah, they booked indie dates in like March and April. 
Oh, I didn't know that. Well, yeah. and also I think right now Matt Hardy is like busy with his AHFO or whatever. The but they're creating a little more dissension from that, and I and they're doing the whole erratic behavior shtick, which I think is fucking mm. hilarious. Personally, which clearly, I mean, that's the direction they're gonna go to get him to turn. Oh, yeah, away from uh, private party. Mm-hmm. And uh, just away from the corporate gimmick. In both, general. both are for the better. If you mm-hmm. ask me, <laughs> let private oh, party also fly. Briefly mentioned it, but we didn't actually talk about it. Uh, Buddy Matthews, Buddy fucking uh, Matthews, formerly known as Buddy Murphy, uh, the newest member of the House of Black. Let's fucking go, dude! I wanted it. I hoped it happened. I told him I want him fighting with Malachi, not against him, and they fucking did it. I'm so here. I I thought that was a great debut, and Buddy got the pop he deserves. He did. Let Buddy cook. Yeah. And I think it's amazing, and it's it's cool and very satisfying how rather than, you know, pretending like there isn't another major wrestling company that a lot of their talent was in and had storylines and creating like new stories that don't match up with old stories like they're actively using old stories to make WWE new stories in AEW that's that's it's amazing it's like yeah. that's how it should be i don't know yeah. why we all have to live in our own little parallel universes cuz it mm-hmm. creates cooler stories yeah, for sure. One time I got to give the Fed credit for that. At least they fucking tried was AJ Styles and the Good Brothers. Mm-hmm. At least they tried. Yeah. So yeah. more of that in my wrestling, please, and thank you. Yeah. And, you know, if there's one guy in the company who's going to advocate for that storytelling, it's going to be fucking Malachi. Mm-hmm. Just based yeah, on the way he, is, he I mean, holds he stock in, in himself. His whole character is based on the eye that was injured by Seth Rollins. And now he has... You know, Seth's old protege, who he beat the shit out of a lot, yeah, is now his ass his, a, lot. Uh, a new member of his group. So, and he was like grabbing his beard good. and shit and slapping him around, like a little mm-hmm. abusive relationship dynamic there. Yeah, I, I think, and you can even see like Buddy like being hesitant at times with what Malachi was asking him to do. So there's, it's a very interesting dynamic that they've even just started off immediately here it's like as if like buddy is still learning how to be a member of the house of black and to be like uh on the side of this guy who you know did so much damage to him before so, especially just juxtaposed think, to uh brody who came in and was just like the right hand man no yeah. issues loyalty yeah. arguably to a quote-unquote storyline fault I'm such yeah, a nerd over that have, shit. They are, but their tag team goes way back. Yeah, like, they have history. Tag they have chemistry. PWG, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're the resident PWG historian out of the two of us. I, that, that's a stretch. <laughs> I said out of the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. It shows you how well that went with last week's episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we we tried, we tried. I know you don't listen back to the shows, but I do. We tried. God, how bad did it sound? It didn't sound bad, honestly. Okay. And Jordan's my third. Jordan's my second opinion on that because he actually listens. Mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't as bad as as our dealing with it was. But yeah, if y'all only knew. If only you knew. <laughs> Big baby face, Roman. So weird. So weird now just thinking about, like, 
This guy was the top baby face. Yeah. And then it went to shit. And then it went to shit. Now he's God. <laughs> and rightfully so. Well, yes. Oh my God, that was awesome. Voted number one in the NY50 also. Yes, we can. Uh, I don't know if you did. What, uh, what, okay, we need to go over. I did our do an NY50. Top fives, at least. Yeah, we we'll, go, even we'll go over the top, top five. Let's yeah. Just, let's quickly just read through your top ten. Top ten? Yeah. Okay, I'm still finding it. Oh, I have it. Ten, Kyle O'Reilly. Nine, Adam Cole. Eight, Io Shirai. Seven, Big E. Six, Lashley. Five, Charlotte. Four, Edge. Three, Seth. Two, Bianca. Roman, number one. We, we agreed on a lot of it. That is for sure. Hell yeah. Um, oh, my God. The dives are just all over the place oh, right now. Oh, Seth really hit his head. And now you got the big boys. Hit that spear, yeah. Roman. Is this it? I think it might be. One, two, no. But he's back in the corner, which means. Uh, oh, all right, we got a double down. We got a double down. So go ahead, Taylor. Uh, ten, <laughs> ten, Brock Lesnar. Uh, nine, I completely Drew forgot. Rock. Eight, Xavier Woods. Seven, Daniel Bryan. Six, Adam Cole. Five, Kyle O'Reilly. Four, Edge. Three, Biggie. Two, Bianca. One, Roman Reigns. Very nice. Can't really argue with that. At all. There were definitely some when I was like reading back afterwards, I was like, oh, I totally forgot this person existed. Like EO, like I didn't, I think because she has been out a lot recently, I just forgot like that she'd been. Not like, going to lie, I, so I had long. the eligible wrestler list next to me the entire time I was making it. And it was also uh, before uh, they updated it to have like Cena and Brock in there. Mm-hmm. So mine's all yeah, like full time people. That. I, I should have had it open. I was what I did. My number fifty was bad Bunny. Also, I what I did was I scrolled through. I went to Wikipedia and I clicked through every like like pay per view event yeah. for NXT and WWE from from last year and just looked at the results. Saw who was just who was in the matches, who was in big places, who was prominently and then, featured. Uh, then that kind of refreshes my memory and I'm like, okay, this happened this time. And okay, this was good. They did a good job in this, and it, that kind of got me going. For so. me, it was like the top fifteen were the easiest, and then once I tried to like sort out the rest, it was hard. I don't know. Yeah, it, it took me a second to get going, but like once I was going, it was it wasn't too hard. Um, Who was your number fifty? Mine was Bad Bunny. Oh, okay. Bad Bunny was my number 30. Like, no fucking was, way! Because you forget how, like, even though he only had one, like, official match, he was involved in the Royal Rumble, and then on television consistently until WrestleMania. And then his WrestleMania match was, you know, fucking amazing. So, I, I thought he was far more deserving than just, like, a 50 spot. Like, he was, he, he was number 30 for me. Like, Right above Car Carmelo Hayes, like that's how good I truly is. That thought allowed he was last year. the monitor? But my number fifty. I mean, take a guess. Who do you think my number fifty is? Like Your number fifty. Me. Let's think about me and the meme right now with me. The meme. Who, who is my favorite wrestler every Friday night? Who oh, likes God to damn tell it. Oh, God jokes damn it. It's Mad Cat Moss. It's Mad Cat. The moment you said your favorite wrestler on Friday nights, God damn it. 
Madcap yeah, Moss my, is my Moss is good. 49 were Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin. Where'd I put Happy Corbin? He's on there. I think he's pretty high up there too. Cause cause you know, well we'll give y'all a little sneak peek. We're trying to get the NY fifty creator on the show so we can talk mm -hmm. a little more about it. Um We don't want to give everything away, but let's see. Corbin was God, was he on my list? I thought he was. Oh, I left what? Corbin off. <laughs> Shit. Oh. I'm sorry, Neither. Sir Corbin. Oh, you're dead, Seth. Oh, he landed. Oh, oh his God, foot. That bump oh. was awful. Did you see his right foot? Did you see his... He went down, like, too straight. Like, he didn't flat back it. He just went down straight. His foot went straight through the hole where the monitor was supposed to be, and he but fell. Randy Orton <laughs> stepped into the monitor and almost fucking he broke, broke his, his leg. <laughs> every, every ligament in his fucking oh. leg. I also remember when he did the RKO power bomb and landed flush on the monitor with the spine. Yeah, yeah. I also genuinely forgot who wins this, and I remember watching it when oh, it happened. I have no idea. I have no idea. I, I love it. Roman wins. LOL. <laughs> Were the seeds planted this early? The answer to that is yes. Mm-hmm. He's like, fuck. Oh, this is when they had him wearing the baby blue contacts and shit. Oh my god, I didn't even remember that. That he, like, they actually made him wear contacts. <laughs> you can't have brown eyes. Brown eyes, bad, according to WWE. Such an odd thing. Yeah, right? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's a very Vince thing. It's oh a very, it's a, yeah. It is a very Vince thing. I miss Bray. I really do. Yeah. I miss the. F I, I, I miss know. the fiend. I mean, <laughs> he's making a movie right now, a horror movie in Kentucky, apparently. I mean, I guess depending on how successful it is, that might determine whether or not he ends up back in wrestling. Hey, yo, if Bray goes back, if Bray goes to Hollywood and becomes a big horror movie star, I'm here for that shit, man. And he could. He Honestly, could. he could do so many different kinds of movies. Like he's so versatile and. How he can act and behave, like obviously, like we know him as like the horror guy, but like he, he can be Mr. Rogers. Like, Firefly Funhouse, like that's a whole separate side of him. Like he could do so much in terms of he could do comedy. I mean, obviously horror. Um, they could put him in like a swamp movie as based oh, on yeah. Louisiana or something. Like <laughs> make him make him the swamp person that the Wyatt family was intended to be. <laughs> Yeah, you can make a horror movie or even like just a, th a drama about the Wyatt family. You you could, you seriously could. And I'm sure Bray's got ideas. Oh, get I'm, him, Brody! I know Damn it! <laughs> and from what I know, if I if I remember correctly, the, the the director he's working with is no slouch. Like he he knows people in in the industry. It's a Warner might. Brothers movie. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Let's go two. Let's go. <laughs> Oh, hell yeah, the Wyatts. I forgot that they won this. Yeah. Damn. Oh, God, was this so was good. right. This was because this was right before the baby faces or the shields were going to the shield was going to turn baby face. Mm hmm. 
Well, hell yeah, man. That shit ruled. That was so much fun. And I get, did we, did we even note that this was, what, it's almost eight years 30 minutes. to the day, almost? Eight years to the day? Yeah, I think uh, it's Thursday, and I think Tuesday was the two-year of it. Yeah. Or the eight years eight of year. it. Jesus Christ. Eight years. I'm watching man. these replays, man. This shit was fun. Oh, I, I'm not, but... <laughs> oh, it's all good. Well, Taylor, what did you think of this match? Well, I think I already said I'd say there's a reason. I, I say literally the exact same thing every time we watch a match, <laughs> and it's a classic, and I say, well, there's a reason. It's a classic. Well, here's a guy. Like my, my catchphrase. <laughs> Put that on something. a t-shirt or something. Well, there's a reason yeah. that we're watching this. That... Yeah. Touch uh, grass and we're live, pal. There's our merch site. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the RWR NWO shirt eventually, one of these days. Um, even if it's just for me, I'll wear it just to be a mark for myself. But uh, yeah, dude, uh, there, there is a reason this is a classic. You got the future of the business right here, basically. Mm -hmm. Then in terms of to see what, even though Bray's not in WWE anymore, like to see what he went on and accomplished and... We already know the Shield are the faces of wrestling in the yeah. 2020s. So, and, and, and when you are a very unique character like the Fiend, or I got yeah, like the Fiend ended up being, I think you you there is a limited shelf life. You can only yeah. I think that's what people were experiencing by the time he left the company is that it was people were kind of over it. It, it had run its course. And, but then, you know, like as, uh, as you know, the wrestler, like, where do you go from there? And sometimes you just can't go anywhere and it's time to, 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 you know, just end it. Hollywood, yeah, baby. Yeah. I think, I think for Bray, he's got big greener pastures. As we talked about with Roman, he might be gone mm -hmm. too. He's got a couple mania yeah. main events left. Moxley's mm -hmm. back now. So that's sick. And Rollins, I hope Rollins kind of gets added to this Lesnar-Reigns match. I'm not going to lie. I know we do triple threats at WrestleMania a lot, but I think adding Seth might be a little better. I don't know. Either way, mm -hmm. any final thoughts, Taylor? I know you're pretty drained from your meeting. <laughs> <laughs> we, call it, we call it how we see it on the regular wrestling review so we want to thank you guys taylor one last question where can the people find you as always as always you can find me at tay redacted you can follow me at vandellas tweets make sure you give the podcast a follow at reg Res review uh we appreciate all the love and support you guys are giving us here from the podcast we're going to keep it going hopefully next week we'll both have a little bit more energy but we thought we'd do a nice little short sweet episode and Give you all a match you can sink your teeth into in the meantime. So, until episode 42, goodbye and good night. <laughs>